It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas of Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this absolutely invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I am just so excited today because you are all in for a very, very special show today, as I have with me Beth Lorne Parrish. And we are going to talk about her new book called Your Horse Believes in You. Oh, man, this is just going to be wonderful. And before we start, I would also like to take a moment to thank each one of our listeners that have tuned in live today and the ones that will be listening to the recording on the podcast. I am just so very grateful for each and every one of you. So, Beth, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? My name is Beth Lauren Parrish, and I am a certified riding instructor, a remote coach, and a rapid transformational therapy practitioner, which is a unique form of hypnotherapy. So with my business, Inspired Riding, I encourage equestrians to slow down, trust their intuition, and listen to their horses so they can have the best co-creative dances with their horses either on their backs or from the ground. Oh, oh, how absolutely beautiful. I love that. And when you said about the co-creative dance, be it on their back or on the ground, I just would like for our listeners to go and see you on Facebook because I love the video of you and your horse Pepper doing the dance on the ground. He was just like he was dancing around you. It was just absolutely beautiful. I thought, oh, my word, Beth always talks about a co-creative dance, and it's right here. (laughs) Thank you so much. Pepper is really full of pep, and he loves to show me his dance moves. And so I, I literally just say, show me what you got. And he's like, here you go. <laughs> it's really fun. Oh, well, it was great. And your, um, since I mentioned your Facebook page, would you please share with the listeners real quick creative dance that Pepper is doing with you? Oh, sure. Uh, they could find it. If they go to inspiredriding.com and go all the way down to the bottom, there's the free resources. And there's my group. And then um, you can also probably find it on my page, which is just facebook.com forward slash inspired writing. You can see it on Instagram at inspired writing. So, yeah, just Google inspired writing, Beth Lauren Parish, and then you'll, you'll find all sorts of fun things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much. Well, now what I am so excited about is you have just come out with a new book called Your Horse Believes in You. Oh, Beth. I love I love the title in itself. It is just beautiful. Would you please share with our listeners a little bit about your book and how this all came about for you to write this book? Oh, thank you so much. I'm so thrilled. I just got the proof yesterday, and I'm going to make some changes, and then I'm hoping it could be for sale, if not this weekend, definitely by next week. But it's... Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's comprised of three parts. The first part is all about the inspired riding way, and you'll get practical tools for cultivating clarity, confidence, and connection with your horse. The second part is all about my life journey with insights to inspire people and hopefully help you avoid the mishaps that I had in my life, <laughs> which I've had quite a few. <laughs> and then part three is really, really special, dear to my heart. As many of you know, I'm an animal communicator, so I get messages from my horses, the ones that are still here and the ones that have crossed over. So part three is the messages for humans from what I call the inspired riding herd. And it's all told from their perspective. And they've got one main message from like the collective and then individually they show up and you'll see pictures of them as well so it's it's really exciting i can't wait for people to see it oh my goodness that is there is so much in that book i mean <laughs> listing the part one about inspired writing and then about part two your life and then part three the animal communication oh i just love that 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 just covers so much inside one book and how you broke it down into the three different parts and people can learn about kind of all about you and about everything that you are doing with the horses. Oh, that is absolutely beautiful. Well, what what out of part one in Inspired Writing would you like to share with the listeners today that is really going to spark their interest and say, oh, I I've got to have that book as soon as it comes out. <laughs> well, it goes through the inspired writing principles, which is principle number one is slowing down, like I said, and then number two is tuning in, and then number three is listening. So if they just read those three parts, <laughs> and it's in the very beginning of the book, they're going to have a whole new perspective on how to approach their time with their horses because it's going to – encourage them to check in with how they're feeling and then that way they're going to be able to present themselves in more of an authentic way to their horse. So many times humans are rushing about and they're not paying attention and when that happens unfortunately either you know they could get hurt as the worst part or you know their horse looks at them thinking they're being a little bit rude because they're not really present with them. So <laughs> there's like all different spectrum, spectrums in between but you want to just make sure that you can at least do those three things and that's going to make a huge difference. Then we have, of course, appreciation and the mounting block. I have a mounting block ritual. I can just read that to you. I think you guys would really like that. So okay. that uh, great. what I talk about is this mounting block ritual. And, of course, you can do all of this before you get to the mounting block or you can do it while you're actually on the steps. It's completely up to you and it works and whatever works best for your routine. So number one is just breathe and do a body scan, just check in. The number two is get present and check in with your inner compass. I teach about the inner compass in the beginning part in the principles. Number three, send love and appreciation to your horse. That one's key. And then number four, if your horse likes this, you can place your left hand on their withers with the reins and your right hand just behind the saddle. Then you breathe soften and send love and appreciation to your horse in that moment. Then the next thing you'll do is imagine the feeling of an amazing ride. That sweet moment, that sweet moment just as it's finished and you're so incredibly happy. You want to thank your horse for the ride as if it's already happened. 
Then ask your horse if they're ready for you to mount up, and if they stay relaxed, you can gently sit on their back. And then proceed to thank them again with either your voice, a little scratch, a treat if you like, or any of those things that your horse enjoys most. All of this can take less than two minutes if you have it dialed in. The beautiful <laughs> thing about this ritual is that it confirms your horse is really ready for a ride, and it gives them a little preview of what the ride can be like, and it allows them to feel how much you appreciate them. Oh, Beth, I, I absolutely <laughs> love all that. I, I I just got the chills as you were reading that because it just touched my heart because I love that on sending love and appreciation to your horse. And that's how, in my thinking, you can co-create that dance because they know, they are realizing and they know how much you love and appreciate them for being there and that they are a main part of this and that you want to make sure that they're happy too. And imagining that basically manifesting an amazing ride and that's what your subconscious mind is then thinking of what a beautiful ride you're going to have. You're projecting that to your horse and thanking them. I, I'm always thanking my horses. And I just, oh, that was just so beautiful. That that just came from your heart. It had to because Thank I loved so everything. <laughs> I loved it. I loved that's, it. <laughs> that's something, you know, I I teach all of my students. And the beautiful bonus part is it, it gets you to, like, squash any of those what-if bad scenarios because you're so focused mm-hmm. on, on creating this scenario that you want with that love and appreciation mixed in. And, you know, they appreciate that because then it creates clarity. And then, of course, clarity equals kindness. And the horse can yes. relax knowing exactly what you're presenting to them. And, exactly. And then just to just to kind of pop in the understanding of the title that your horse believes in you. If you think about it on an energetic level, your horse is always rooting for you, right? And mm-hmm. they want you to be reminded of how magnificent you are, and that you can remind your horse that you're there for them and present, and that you're so excited to be with them and you have all that love and appreciation bubbling up. So once you tune into that connection with your horse, you'll start to believe in yourself more. So they want you to believe in yourself. And so that's why. It's just, it's an energetic thing. And, you know, most people who will pick up this book will will totally get that. (laughs) So Uh um, if if you don't believe that we're all energy, I can't help you right now. (laughs) Oh, I I totally agree 100%. Oh, I love that. And I just have to quickly share, when you talked about your horse title, your horse believes in you, I was telling my mare this morning, when I was was feeding her, I'm always talking and loving on them, and uh, especially her, I was telling her that I was going to be doing this show with you today and what the title of your book was. And I go, your horse believes in you. And she said back to me, well, that's because you believe in me. And I'm like, oh, my word. I loved it. I'm like, yes, I totally believe in you. (laughs) I love that. And, you know, I totally take on that interpretation, too. And so I, I love that you shared that with her. That's so cool. Oh well, I her I share all all my stuff with my horses. Uh, they probably are like, oh my word, we know everything you're doing, girl, because you're always talking to us. <laughs> but and that's, and that's I just they, oh, they want to know what's up, you know. <laughs> uh huh. I 
Oh, I agree. I agree totally. They love to be included because they are, in my life, they are my life. So that's, I just share everything with them. And they're, I just love it how they share back, just like what she did this morning. I thought, oh, my God, you just touched my heart too, girl. But I had to quickly share that since we were just talking about how your horse believes in you. (laughs) Yes, yes, it's all energy. We're all energy, be it the horses, be it the humans, whatever it is. I feel we're all energy. And they, they, horses are so sensitive to your energy too, is how I always feel because they know what your energy is before you, before you ever get to them. They know how you're feeling. So exactly. I love it. <laughs> you even have a chapter called Jedi Training that, that explains it a lot more in depth. So. Oh, oh, wow. That's in your book too. Oh, awesome. Yes, <laughs> all the you, you. <laughs> oh no I just said it has all the things it's very exciting yep. oh that is and I was just going to add you've included everything in your book so we were both saying the same thing at the same time <laughs> well I know you've had a lot of experiences in your life so what uh, what really stands out to you in the book on the part two about my life that would really intrigue the listeners. I think the one that sums it up is the chapter called The Cork in the Ocean. <laughs> and I can just read, read that quickly to you if you like. <laughs> oh, yes, please. Okay. I want you to picture a cork in the ocean that has the relentless ability to continue to pop back up and ride the waves. She knows the ocean can't keep her underwater for long. She's small but mighty and one who's equivalent that you perhaps discover in a wine cellar within a 1978 Beaujolais bottle. Yes, she's dating herself here. She's ridden the waves of five surgeries, a house fire, a house fire that destroyed all of her possessions, the loss of her precious heart horses, and yet still makes it her mission to light the way for others to join find their joy and their magic. This is how I describe my resilience in life, a cork in a vast ocean that refuses to give up, refuses to drown, refuses refuses to stay down for long. I've had my share of tears, frustration, fear, and uncertainty about what life was going to bring next, but I could always rely on that golden orb within my lower belly to start spinning again and fire up the energy that I've had all along. That golden orb showed up in a dream when I was 16 years old. I was presented with an option while climbing one of those impossibly challenging ropes, much like the ones in gym class that would torture all of the non-athletic students. There were multiple orbs floating all around me, and I heard a voice say that I needed to choose one to keep me, to help me get up the rope successfully. I was tired and frustrated and was bothered by all of them moving around me so quickly. Then I took a deep breath and realized there was a golden orb within my belly. I chose the one within. As soon as I made that choice, I floated up that rope like I was Wonder Woman and ended up sitting softly on a rooftop to stargaze. It was absolutely magical. All I had to do was believe in my power within. That is my deepest wish for everyone in this world, to realize how powerful they are and to know that whatever they are going through, they can find their inner strength, power, and cork within the ocean feeling. They come back to a place of peace. 
and even joy once they realize they can make changes by choosing to believe in themselves. I'm incredibly grateful to look back and know these things. One, our bodies can heal in the most miraculous ways. Two, you will find the most amazing support from all over the world if you're open to receiving it. Three, my husband is one of the most resilient humans on the planet. Four, I can offer my insights in new and exciting ways without even leaving air conditioning. Five, never give up even when you can't stand without a walker. Six, change is the natural order of things. Seven, keep focused on the new reality that you want to create. Eight, laugh at yourself more. This is important. Nine, appreciate everything around you. We are only here for a short amount of time. Why waste time complaining? Number 10, be easier on your body. Trust in the healing process and always keep listening to your inner guidance. Now that I've been through all that, I'm also grateful I can help my clients through whatever they're dealing with as well. I believe in you. Your horse does too. Remember to pause, breathe, and smile. PBS. Because horses and chocolate exist. Dot, dot, dot. And then the next chapter is called Chocolate is Important. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, I haven't that, read that one out loud, so I'm sorry I got choked up. But I was like, keep going, keep going. <laughs> yep. That's totally okay, because I would have, too, reading it. I got tears just hearing it. That is just absolutely beautiful. I have never heard it explained as a cork ocean, but that that is so fitting, and I love believing in yourself, because I think, and I think, Personally, I feel women have the hardest time with that, of believing in yourself, believing that you have it inside of you to do what you need to do or to let that let that inner peace shine out through you and that inner light that that has been given to you. Just, just let it shine. And so many times, I believe, as a woman, that it, that is a hard hard part for us to do is to believe in ourselves and that we can do it. And, oh, I that was absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that chapter in your book. I love it. You're most welcome. <laughs> and I would ask, being everything you're doing, do you see that in a lot of women that they find it difficult to, first of all, believe in themselves? Well, yeah, I mean, that would be a whole other podcast. But, yes, I agree. It's very, (laughs) very interesting to me. Well, most of my clients are women, probably 90%. And Mm -hmm. they have some degree, you know, with the hypnotherapy that I do with them, of course, some degree of conditioning, old, old programming. If you think of your mind as a program, old programming that's um, one way or another kept them from, you know, stepping into their power and just, you know, kind of going along with things, staying quiet, being afraid to speak up, you know, not really wanting to make waves. And I think it's important for them to step out of that and, and start making more waves and start shining their light in whatever way feels good to them. And it could be just posting a few more really fun, happy pictures on on Facebook instead of anything they're complaining about. I mean, it could be that simple, Mm -hmm. that little shift, you know. And start looking for things that light them up, looking for things to help make the world feel better, whether it's 
their immediate environment or out in the community or the whole world. Um, and I really believe it's possible for these changes to happen. It's just a matter of um, acknowledging where it started and then deciding that you want to make the change. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yeah. beautiful. I think we need to do another whole podcast on believing in yourself because I think that that we could bring up so many things. You just brought up some very beautiful points, and I love that you put that in your book, how your horse believes in you and you need to believe in yourself. So that was beautiful, Beth. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, Well, you, as we go on here, what in part three, we've covered part one and two in the book, and now into animal communication, which, oh, my God, I love this part, too. I know I'm going to. I love every bit of animal communication. What is something you would like to share with the listeners from the part three of animal communication? I'm going to go with the, my first horse I ever owned. He, he's on, on the shorter side, so I just want to choose mm-hmm. one that's not going to take up too much time. But um, <laughs> his name is B. He, he came to me as Race Me Double. He was a racehorse, and then we changed it to Double Trouble and then DT, and then it just turned into D. So here's, here's what he had to say. There's a look in a human's eyes when they are deeply in awe. I was blessed to have this with Beth. I was her first official horse that she owned. She was teaching full-time in California and was eager to have a horse of her own to learn and grow with. I was the perfect match for her. I loved to move fast, jump a little, and go on adventures. She took me out to a lake where we got to splash in the water. I loved making her laugh, as I was so expressive with hitting my hooves on the water to make waves. I excelled at making waves and making my opinions clear to all around me. If I didn't like where I was, I would exit the arena quickly. (laughs) If I needed to let some steam out, I would buck a little and then settle right down. Yet I was always careful with Beth. If she was riding me, I made sure I knew she could handle my antics. What I did was all about what I needed and had no reflection on what Beth was doing. I knew that and made it my mission to keep her safe. If I wanted to get Beth's attention on the ground, I would take my strong head and nudge her firmly. She would then be lifted into the air and would land on her feet a few strides away with her eyes wide in shock. She soon learned how to be present with me always. I didn't tiptoe around others. I was clear, strong, and fun to be around. My message to humans, stand your ground when you need to express your opinions. Be clear and kind. Don't be afraid to tell others how you feel. The more you practice this, the less you will be concerned about how your opinions land on others. They usually know how to land on their own feet. If they don't, they will learn. It's not your job to teach them this. Remain strong with what your spirit guides you to say or do. That was that was funny that I chose that when I forgot about the waves. We were just talking. <laughs> we were just talking about a cork in an ocean, and now the next chapter has about how he likes to splash in the waves and make you laugh. Oh, I love it. That is just I'm beautiful. Like, I was like, I'll just choose D, and then oh my gosh, I forgot about that already. That was awesome. <laughs> Oh, he was, he would have been, a mag, he was in a magnificent horse, absolutely magnificent. I remember being in a horse show, we were cantering along in a flat class, there was about 11 of us, and the gate was open, and we're cantering along, and he just 
did a 180 and, and took me out of the arena. And my trainer is pointing at me like, get back in there, get back in there. <laughs> so I, was, I managed to turn around and get him back in. And then I was laughing because the judge placed us, I think, fourth place out of 11. I'm like, she either did not see me leave because it happened so fast, or she was just so impressed that I got him back in. I don't know. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> but he was a character. He was like, yep, I'm done. See ya. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm going to exit the arena. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He did his job. Oh. He told me what he wanted. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He, he communicated with you, and the awesome, awesome part of it all is you communicated back with him, just like he said he would do a little buck to get to let, to release some things, and it wasn't anything that would hurt you. But you accepted that because you knew what he was doing, and it was it was your co-creative dance with each other. He just created the dance in a little different way than some horses do. <laughs> yes, he he had very expressive dances, <laughs> but it was fantastic. Um, I was very pleased to have him. <laughs> oh, I love it! I absolutely love it. Every part of this book has just been. Incredible. Everything from every part one, two, and three has just been so intriguing that it'll just excite you to want to purchase this book when it is released. And what is your target date now? I know we talked just a little bit at the beginning, but what are you targeting for to release Your Horse Believes in You? Uh, It could be as early as this weekend, like December 4th or 5th. Um, I'm just finishing up some more edits. I got a proof of it, and I wanted to fix it up a little more. And then, um, yeah, and then once I get the proof and approve that second proof, then we should be good to go by next week. So I'm excited. Oh, wow. And where will be the best place that the listeners can find your book so they may purchase it? Uh, Easiest way will probably be Amazon, or you can go to inspiredriding.com forward slash store, and I'll have a link to it there. Oh, perfect. Perfect, Beth. Oh, I love it. Well, Beth, I knew I would love every moment of this chat, and I knew it would go so quickly, which it has again. So what is a final little tidbit, golden nugget you would like to leave with our listeners today? I want the listeners to remember that they're powerful and to find something like a golden orb within to remind themselves of their power and breathe into that. Oh, oh, beautiful. That was a beautiful golden nugget to leave with our listeners today. Thank you, thank you so much, Beth, for being my guest today and this wonderful chat we've had. And I'm so excited for your new book. And you just have yourself a magical day with you and your horses and all your clients. (laughs) Thank you so much. And may the horse be with you always. Oh, thank you, Beth. Thank you. And I would also like to thank each one of our listeners for tuning in today and listening on this wonderful podcast with our incredible returning diva, Beth Lauren Parrish. And I want to thank each one of you that you have taken the time from your day, and I am just grateful for that. 
And so be sure to share this show with all your family and friends. Check out all the other hosts and their shows on divasatcare.com. Have an absolutely magical day. Be kind to all. And remember, believe in yourself and find that powerfulness that is inside of you. And give your animals that great big extra hug and share all your love with them. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyle, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.